Are you thinking about moving to Virginia Beach, Virginia, or just want to know what it's like to visit there, uh, maybe have family there, or you just want to go on vacation like a lot of us probably would like to? This is the episode for you. We've got Megan Luker, realtor in Virginia Beach, right here next to my, I know which way to point, but I always forget if it's my right or left when you actually watch it later. Say hi, Megan. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking to Megan in a second. I, uh, this is Want to Move There, the podcast giving central Pennsylvanians the info they need to decide whether or not they want to move out of the area or if they just want to visit somewhere now they know what it's like. I am your host, Derek Bixler, realtor of 15 years, grew up on the hill in Harrisburg, went to Mechanicsburg High School, go Wildcats, went up to Penn College of Technology in Williamsport. Uh, been back here ever since, had a few sales jobs before I started selling real estate 15 glorious years ago. Contact me if you need to buy or sell a home. We still need inventory pretty bad. You can call me, text me, email me, throw a rock through my window, send a carrier pigeon, whatever you need to do. We still need inventory, like I said, and it has died down slightly uh, for buyers to get back out there and start listening or start looking and we'll talk to Megan a little bit about that in a second. Uh, a reminder that all the replays are on YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and on iTunes and Spotify and all the audio players as well. Um, so you can catch it wherever you like to get your content. And whether you're watching live or on the replay, please ask a question in the comments whether you know one of us, just say hi, say where you're watching from. We've got people, Megan, I've started reaching out. There's a guy from Columbia I'm trying to get. Every time somebody international jumps into the Columbia to our uh, room, I'm back messaging I need somebody from Nigeria <laughs> and somebody from Colombia to come on here. Um, so anyway, uh, if you have a question or you're watching from one of those places, exotic or not, please say hi to us. And if we don't see it during this because there's a lot going on, uh, we'll come back later and address your comments. And now I will shut up and I'm going to say <laughs> hi to Megan and then I'm going to do a little intro and read your bio for you. Say, uh, say hi to everybody. Thanks for being here, Megan. Hey everyone, this is Megan Licker in Virginia Beach. I'm super excited and honored to be here with Derek today and excited to talk a little bit about moving to Virginia Beach. Yeah, yeah, and I'm super excited to hear about it. I've actually never been there. It's one of those places that a lot of central Pennsylvanians go uh, to vacation, but I've actually never been there. So maybe I should make a trip soon. So if you I'm should. Here, I it's, should. It's, a great, it's a great place. Lots of water, lots of beach. And you actually didn't live there, which so now I'll do your no. bio for you. you. You grew up in Wisconsin, Middleton, Wisconsin. You went to the University of Wisconsin, Madison. Uh, you got a BA of communications and English. Your favorite color is lime green. I like that one. That's actually the color of that other podcast I was telling you about. Plus it pops. I like that for a, a social media icon or something. Lime green. And you love chips and salsa and dark chocolate. Dark chocolate's my jam. My kids will not eat <laughs> regular chocolate. It doesn't have enough flavor. Um, and that's probably because their parents like dark chocolate. So I'm, I'm with you on that one. Uh, you do have pets. You do have kids, three of them. Uh, looks like they're all married, 29, 26, and 24 years old. And you are married to Kirk. And you love boating, skiing, tennis, and fitness. Um, so I'm going to bring you in. Tell us, uh, tell us what it was like growing up in Wisconsin. Let's go back. I want to know a little bit about your childhood and what you were like back then. So uh, what was it like growing up in Wisconsin? Well, actually, Derek, um, just to add a little bit to that, um, I was actually born in Indiana. My dad was a college basketball coach, and we moved every three years of my life around with his college coaching career. And uh, eventually we ended up in Wisconsin when I was in high school. And um, my dad was transitioning out of basketball. And my parents, when we lived in Idaho, um, started their real estate careers. 
And um, I started really being interested in watching how my mom actually developed a very large real estate business in Madison, Wisconsin, when I was in high school and through college. And that's where I met my husband. And he was um, in Navy ROTC. And he was also the mascot, <laughs> Bucky Badger from Wisconsin. Um, he grew up his whole life there, but I was actually there halfway through high school and all of college. So it was the longest place I lived until now. We have been here for 31 years in Virginia Beach and his Navy career um, right after we got married and graduated from the University of Wisconsin, we moved here to Virginia Beach and he started his career with the Navy. And as a second generation realtor, I did. I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I was supposed to go be a downhill skier instructor in Colorado. And that was my dream. And I fell in love. And here I am in Virginia Beach, Virginia for the last 31 years. And ironically, we never moved. Uh, his naval career uh, had a lot of active duty. Then he went into Navy reserves and then back on active duty, then Navy. So he was back and forth for 30 years serving in different capacities uh, with Navy intelligence. And uh, so I just decided that real estate was going to be my jam. And uh, I was you know, got my license and started with a smaller company that's local here. And as my kids um, started getting older and my husband was deploying, I kind of decided that I needed to take a little break and I stopped selling real estate, but I never took my head out of the game of real estate. I was always talking real estate, always associating with other military wives and my neighbors and um, finally, when we decided we were going to build our house, a friend of mine who was in real estate said, Megan, you really need to come back. You're great at it. And so I relicensed and uh, I was been selling ever since then. And that was in 1991 when we moved here and I relicensed again uh, in 2001. So love real estate, love um, the challenge. I love working with people and it's really um, been a something I can do and be good at and be involved with my family at the same time. And it was also great with uh, kids. You know, I could work family time in and do real estate. So it's been awesome, Derek. Really, really enjoyed it. And this year has been a, like a re-pivoting of my real estate career. And I'm just organizing and redoing a lot of my systems and it's awesome. I'm, I'm really excited right now. Yeah. I know a lot of people that we know in common or have a lot of exciting things to do and implementing a lot of new things. So it's super awesome. And growing up with uh, a mother in the business, um, obviously you were seeing that. Were you involved with it uh, when you were younger in high school? Did you sell real estate? Were you putting signs in? Were you going to showings when you were little? What what was it like growing well, up? Well, you, care about you know, it? she, she was very involved in our community in Madison and I was in high school. I, I do remember, you know, I was involved a little bit. I understood uh, the contracts. I heard the language all the time. I was in the car with her. So I really did have a good idea of what I was getting involved with when I moved to Virginia Beach and became licensed. And my brother's actually a realtor in Scottsdale. So I guess it's in the blood. My dad ended up having a real estate license and sold for a little bit um, 
during he's passed away now, but he was actually a realtor also. Yeah. And it makes sense that if you would leave, you would come back because it's once a realtor, always a realtor. You never really retire. I know some, some 95 year old realtors that still, <laughs> they would do a deal if you knocked on their door, they're not going out looking for it, but they're still keeping their license active as long as they possibly can. Yeah. I'll probably be one of those people too. Um, and what about the downhill skiing? Uh, were you like on the team? In well, um, actually when we lived in Idaho, I started skiing a lot in Sun Valley. So that I just, fell in love with it. And I really enjoyed the outdoor experience, being up in the mountains, the elevation, the beauty of it, the challenge, the quietness when you're skiing. Um, I just really, really enjoyed it. And in Wisconsin, you know, there was a little bit of skiing, but nothing like the West. And so that was what I was intending to go and do. I was actually a water ski instructor also um, in the summertime. So um, with being in a coaching family, my dad always encouraged sports. So I played volleyball, softball, skiing, boating, uh, you know, did a little bit of basketball. My, I didn't make that my complete jam, but uh, I do love the sport and the smell of a gymnasium. <laughs> it's like home. Yeah, you and me both. I'm missing it. My knees are bad, <laughs> so I can't do anything running at all. So yeah. I'm, I'm dying, but so that's cool. Um, and uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you more about skiing, but I want to wait until uh, we get to that part of the show. So we were going to go into uh, what it's like to live in Virginia Beach. Um, but before we do that, I want to bring up a map so that, but first I have to share my screen before I do that. <laughs> that would be mm -hmm. I'm going to bring up the map for anybody that doesn't know where Virginia Beach is. We're at the end of I-264. <laughs> so you can see the pin there. Obviously, it's on the East Coast, and anybody from Pennsylvania is going to know where we are. And then in relation to Central Pennsylvania, where are we? So you can see the little blue thing here, pretty much directly south. What do you think the drive would be? Um, well, it's three hours to Washington, D.C., five to Baltimore. So I'm guessing eight to nine to up to your territory. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's probably like eight ish to the Carolinas. So maybe a little bit less or something. Yeah. But then you can see here and you can tell me if this is correct. Obviously, it's not exactly correct, but that's the general area we're talking yes. about um, right here along the East Coast. And now I will take it off now that everybody knows where it is. So let's talk about the climate first. Here it's um, it's cloudy, overcast a lot of the time. It's a little bit nicer in the fall time. We were talking a little bit beforehand. Um, so what's it like there? It's the beach, but it's also, it's not like you're down in the Caribbean or something. So is it sunny? Is it hotter than here? What's it we like? We do get four seasons. Uh, the summer is hot and humid. Uh, a lot of rain in July and August because we have potentials for hurricanes. So it's hurricane season, uh, sticky, hot, 90 degrees in August, definitely hot. Um, September starts to be really beautiful. My favorite time, September, October, November, it's probably in the upper seventies have days that are in the eighties. Um, and then when we get into winter, we do not usually get snow that sticks on the ground. It'll fall in the air and then it, 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 it just dissipates uh, when we do get snow and it's usually sometime in January, we might get a little bit, it shuts everything down. So it was nothing like living in Wisconsin where you had, 
you know, you were going no matter what out in zero sub-degree weather. In the winter here, it stays above freezing most of the time. It's in the 40s on average. January, February is our coldest time. And then spring, we can go through four different seasons in the spring here. It can go from being 80 to the next day back down into the 40s. So, um, but overall, I do enjoy that we do have all four seasons in Virginia Beach. And are there hurricanes? Is that a big thing there? Yeah, starting in June 1st through um, end of September, really hurricane seasons all the way into October. Uh, but it's usually quieter by the middle of October. We usually see just gorgeous weather. Is that something people need to worry about when choosing a location or, or well, in 31, or involved? 31 years of living here, I've never had to evacuate. There's been some category twos that have come in. I've had trees come down, you know, in the backyard in a lot of wind damage, um, flooding in low areas. We are about four feet above sea level um, or four to 10, actually it's 10 feet, but um some areas are real low and those areas will require some flood flood insurance. And I just recommend it for a lot of my clients that they, if you live in Virginia beach and you're around water or close to water um, you know, you need to be prepared for that. And there's a, the kind of like in Florida where it seems to like rain every day, but for 10 minutes and then it's super sunny, the rain comes in and dumps and then goes away. Is that like a beach thing? Does that happen? There well, or? It's so funny because my daughter lives up at the north end and it can be sunny 20 minutes from here. And I'm south of Oceana and it's it can be cloudy. So over on the north of Cape, um, right on the north end of the beach, uh, you have the Chesapeake Bay and the ocean. So there's a lot pushing out uh, from the Chesapeake Bay. So the weather changes very quickly around here because we have currents coming from the north the mountains pushing down the Chesapeake Bay and the ocean. And then we have the fronts that come in from the outer banks from the South. So um, they call it kind of a dumping. If you have allergies, you know, everything kind of just gets dumped in our area. Um, so, but it is very, it's a great area. Um, and we have so much to offer and lots of beach and water. Yeah, you started to get into the second part of this, which is the landscape and what does it look like when we start driving around. Here, there's a lot of hills. We call it Rocksylvania also. There's a lot of rocks, a lot of hills, no big mountain stuff, but nothing is flat here. Um, and we all tend to assume that beach places are flat, is it? Pretty much. Um, you know, I always say like you're coming down from Richmond, which is true. The elevation when you're on the highway and you're coming past Williamsburg and you come through the tunnels, because uh, this area you have to access Virginia Beach through several tunnels or bridges. That's how you get here. So you have to either go over the, the bridge or you come through the tunnel, the Hampton Roads Bridge Tunnel, or if you're on the eastern shore, you're coming through the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel, which is one of the largest tunnels. It's a pretty beautiful and amazing. And they're doing a lot of, um, they're adding like a whole nother tunnel. Uh, so it's going to be even better over the next few years. It's going to take, I think, 10 years uh, to get it complete. So this is a anyway, underneath the Chesapeake Bay. Yes. And you have coming the big, from where? Uh, so if you're coming from Richmond and Williamsburg, then you're going to go through the uh, Hampton Rose bridge tunnel and you you're under the Chesapeake Bay. If you're coming from the Eastern shore, 
you're coming on bridges and two sets of tunnels to get all the way over. So it's a very long um, tunnels and bridges. And then if you don't like tunnels, then you have to go the monitor, monitor Merrimack, which is another highway that goes around through Suffolk, of, um, which is another one of the Hampton Roads uh, cities. So we have seven cities in Hampton Roads. Uh, Virginia Beach is the largest. Huh. So do you have to pay? Is that a toll road, the tunnels? It used to be a toll road for the tunnels, but now they do have the surrounding highways do have um, like the, the Portsmouth tunnel has a toll and going to the outer banks, like if you're headed to Nags Head, um, that that's a toll on that part. Um, Interstate 264 used to be called the 44 toll road and now it's not a toll. Um, so you can still see the old toll uh, stations on the side, but oh, that's cool. Yeah. And do you have easy, you have easy pass. Yes, we have easy pass. All that stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we, the, the, um, there's cameras in for the, for everywhere. So you can see like where the traffic backups are. That's awesome. You do have to plan. Kansas City, they don't have any yep. toll roads. They, she didn't yep. even know what easy pass <laughs> was. We were both like, yeah. what? She's what's easy pass? <laughs> huh? So what is, do people, did they are they building this are they going to abandon the other tunnels you said they're building a no, new they're one, just right? they're they're making so that it's not two-way like it, it, so it's going to be you know one way on the so it's two-way on the hampton roads bridge tunnel but on the chesapeake bay bridge there's a tunnel that you you're in the tunnel and there's cars coming towards you so what they're doing is they're creating a whole nother tunnel so it won't Thereby, be too yeah, doubling what the capacity, yeah. I guess. And yeah, 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 that's pretty awesome. So is there a need for it? Do people commute or is it more tourist traffic or um, traffic? Or well, there's the a lot of trucking industry and industry here. So the Eastern shore um, is like a direct path up to New York. And so you'll see a lot of um, trucking industry takes that route. And so I think that it's overdue. They should have done it years ago and to have, you know, that option. And if we have high wind conditions, that is one of the first bridges and tunnels to shut down because it's long and it's exposed wide in the, right in the middle of the Chesapeake Bay. It's huh. pretty cool. It's beautiful to go, go across it. Yeah. I feel like I've, I've definitely been across bridges of the Chesapeake Bay because we always go to, would you cross the Jersey? There's a big one we go across going to like Cape May, New Jersey. Yeah, I, I've been up that way. I, I don't remember. There's one that's super tall that you go yeah, through. I yeah. always used to be uh, scared of those big, the big giant bridges <laughs> that go across the bays and stuff. Always yeah. made me, my kids don't seem to care. So that was a great segue actually into what are the major industries of your area? Um, obviously you have traffic going through you. Uh, does it stop there? Because um, we've got a lot of traffic going through here and we have some cons associated with it being a lot of the traffic goes through and doesn't stop or spend money here or, or stop here. Um, well, so the like? interesting thing is when you're coming to Virginia Beach, it's like at the end of 264. So when you come to Virginia Beach, you are coming to Virginia Beach. And so if you're going to go south to North Carolina, you're either going to go to the Outer Banks or you're going to go on 264, which then takes you through down to another highway that takes you to Emporia. And then you get on the interstates from there and head into North Carolina. So we have lots of 
um, alternate routes to get out of Virginia Beach if there were to be um, any issues with hurricanes. Uh, so there's definitely a lot of options. Um, but with it being a major uh, military surrounding area and all the bases and uh, the shipping and con shipping containers and industrial Newport News shipping, uh, you know, we have to have a lot of options to get, you know, for transportation out of the area. And then what else, what's the major industries other than transportation and ports and, and logistics and that kind of thing? Well, is military, it's a, yeah, it's definitely a military area, defense contracting. Um, we have the headquarters here with well, steel is here, steel corporation. Um, also, um, one of the larger employers, I think, well, obviously it's military and defense contracting. Uh, Virginia is huge with uh, farming also. I mean, there's a lot of um, of that industry. And then also, um, I was Amera Group is headquartered here, and they're the one of the largest employers. Um, they have, um, they do the insurance for Medicaid and elderly and the disabilities, and their headquarters is here. Um, but also, we have a lot of IT cyber um, maritime and logistics, offshore wind, um, a lot of small business and office retail, but the agricultural of Virginia is the largest private industry, um, by far. And, uh, so I just feel like we have such a diversified area that could fit a lot of different careers. Yeah. And you were talking about a bunch of uh, social media influencers that you know personally and intimately and then others that you know near you kind of in that area. Is that like a, a thing there or is it just you happen to know a few of these? Well, we were talking earlier, Derek, like my daughter does do a lot of um, she does a lot of branding for companies and social media. Um, I think it's just definitely a, a, an up and coming career choice to work from anywhere, especially after what we've gone through the last few years. Um, I think the new generations of uh, young adults are definitely considering work from anywhere and um, being savvy in, in tech and development of um, video. And uh, that's where the future's going. And I think a lot of businesses were forced into that during this last two years of the pandemic. And um, we do have quite a few, Virginia Beach is a resorty beachy town um, and a lot of tourism uh, that come here for vacation. We have an awesome oceanfront with boardwalk and lots of high rise hotels, um, a lot of events that people can go to. And when you have those kind of events, um, it does draw in the social media aspect of promoting the area of tourism. So I think that that's going to be um, definitely influencing the growth of Virginia Beach. Is there like a beach season? Like, is it in the fall, well, winter? Does it drop off around that area of town or whatever? Yes. So um, the locals like to, to come out and really enjoy after the tourism is over. Um, the north end of Virginia Beach is very residential. And then you have um, the strip we call the boardwalk strip. 
And that's where in the wintertime, it, it's definitely there's a lot of businesses that do not operate. They close down and they only operate during um, from Memorial Day to Labor Day. And uh, but restaurants become all the restaurants that the tourists go to. The locals go to that during the winter. <laughs> um and you know the routes to take to avoid the oceanfront. I have a whole different route I take during the summer to get up to the north end of Virginia Beach to avoid the stop and start and stop and start of the traffic on Atlantic and Pacific. <laughs> so those are only things that you learn after, what did you say, 31 years of living yes. in a place and, and or knowing somebody that lives there that can tell you the good place. <laughs> To, to get around, which is a great segue again into the next thing, which is what's the commute like? So where where would people tend to work? I mean, you, you named a bunch of industries, but um, do people tend to live right like in a town where they work or is it like here where most people we're all living in sub suburb and traveling maybe 20 minutes on a highway into whatever kind of office center we're going to? Well, it depends on what atmosphere you're looking, if you want what vibe I call it. So the average commute, Virginia Beach is very spread out. We do not have a downtown um, skyline like Norfolk uh, does. We have a town center with a few high rises, but the beach front and then the town center is very, the town center is very central. So you can expect an average commute of 20 to 25 minutes and some commutes 45 to an hour, depending on traffic and time of day. It's very manageable if you know the routes to take and the alternatives to take, especially if the high rise bridge has an opening, the tunnels backed up, there's several alternate routes you can take. But if you're in the south part of Virginia Beach and you wanna to go to the oceanfront, I would say a 15 to 20 minute drive is pretty standard. Um, to get to the central part of Virginia Beach from the oceanfront, again, about 20 minutes. And we do not have like a metro. We have um, bus transportation. You definitely need a car around here. Uh, and downtown Norfolk has the, the light rail. Um, and they do offer, um, Hampton Roads offers a um, pickup service if you have disabilities or veterans to get them to the light rail, which is basically the downtown of Norfolk. So off the interstate. Huh. So no public transit, no buses or, or anything? There are buses. Oh, yeah, there's there buses, buses, just not a metro like up not in D.C. A, gotcha, mm -hmm. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, we don't have that either. But the, the commute time sounds about the same, 20 minutes, 45 usually gets you from like a, that's a farther drive from kind of like one end of central PA to the other. So that sounds manageable and not crazy. Like I've had some friends move back here from Philly because they had to go like a mile down the road and it took like an hour to do that. <laughs> So yeah, it's, it's, that doesn't sound too bad. And then do every, what about like, if you wanted to live in the country and have a whole bunch of acres, do you have to go even further out? How far away would you have to go to get into something like that? Well, so where I live is south of Oceana, which is the Navy, Naval Air Station, Oceana, where the jets are. So there are areas of Virginia Beach that are more rural, and that would be Pungo and Blackwater. So you're headed towards North Carolina and there's acreages of land out there. There's farms, there's some great um, horse farms. It's very um, country living uh, if you want the quiet and more land. Uh, so Chesapeake has grown a lot. It's the, our sister city, it's south of Virginia Beach. 
And um, that area has grown tremendously in the last 10 to 15 years. So really, if you want to go even further out, Suffolk, um, Portsmouth is very downtown like Norfolk. So you're going to have, you're not going to have as much a rural land in Portsmouth. Um, so really Suffolk and Chesapeake, the out outskirts of those areas. And then if you want to stay in Virginia beach, then it would be the Pungo area, which is, and then there's also Sandbridge beach, which is its own beautiful area of Virginia beach. Um, and it's a lot of, of residential homes and summer vacation homes. Um, and it's about a 15 minute drive uh, to get over to Sandbridge uh, from the south part of Virginia Beach. And it's beautiful. And there's oh, a- Is that something new? Is that like a secret? No, it hasn't it, caught on it, yet or what? No, no, it's all, it's been there forever. And Dam Neck Base has a gate of uh, the military have, but they close that. They, you can't get to the south part. So you have to do around Back Bay and go to Sandbridge Beach. And there's a, a wonderful state park there and Back Bay um, wildlife and refuge back there for a lot of biking and hiking um, and water paddle boarding. Um, it's, it's gorgeous. Uh, and it's more quiet. It's not going to be the oceanfront where there's all the high rise hotels and restaurants and busyness. If you want a quiet beach vacation, Sandbridge is, is your place to go. So again, you're great with the segues right into what is there to do. So you're naming beaches. Obviously, we know beach, and that's what we all we all think of. Virginia Beach, it's the beach, and that's all there is. Um, so well, let's start with the beachy part of it. Um, a lot of the beaches we go to are Jersey Beach. That's probably the most common. We go to Jersey, and we have to have uh, beach tags for, I think, most of the places. you got to pay, and then there's lifeguards. Are the same beaches? Are they man-made beaches? Are they yucky? Are they nice? What we have gorgeous beaches. Uh, the Virginia Beach oceanfront actually is like three miles long. Um, and it's it's sandy. It's not white, crispy sand, but it's um, groomed. And there's dunes. And so the north end has just that wide, wide beach. And you can actually look out and see the, the contain, big container ships and the um, aircraft carriers coming into the Chesapeake Bay. Um there's First Landings uh, Park, which has over 20 miles of hiking that's close by there. Um, so they used to call it First Settlers Landing. Um, you know, it's it's old and there's a lighthouse and um, it, it's it's a really a lot of history in Virginia. Uh, so that's one thing I do love about this area. If you want to go to Sandbridge, you're going to have more quiet vacation and beach there. And then we have all sorts of other activities like the um, Virginia Museum of Contemporary Art is down at the oceanfront. We also have um, the aquarium. Um, we have a military aviation museum that's out on the way out to uh, Pungo. That's really, really, I love that place. It's a small Virginia Beach airport and it's the home of the largest collection of World War One and World War II military aircrafts. Uh, so a lot of people like to host events there. It's a pretty cool atmosphere. Um, so back to like the first landing park, um, we have a place, another, we have lots of parks. Uh, we have a place called Mount Trashmore and it re really is a big piece of like a big mound of trash um, that was covered in, you know, now grass and a big hill and they have two lakes and a skate park 
and some great playgrounds. They offer um, free concerts and food trucks occasionally. Um, so very and flying kites. Um, so I love when my kids were little, we used to go there. Um, also, so that's I, like a like a landfill that they then yeah it was a landfill turned into yeah so it's like a, a case it's study. It's the only for... hill in Virginia Beach. <laughs> <laughs> huh, that's hilarious. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what uh, you named uh, the aviation thing, is that something that was outside or that's something that in, that's inside? Is this outside and planes that can still run if they were going to No, they're, run? they're all on display inside the museum. Um, so it's on the way to out through Pungo. You go through Pungo and then it's on the way like you're headed to North Carolina. And um, they it, there's a small landing strip. So it's still operation like for planes to fly in um, small, small aircraft. Uh, and it's like a huge hangar of all these different planes. So you can tour them and it, it's really cool. And people have weddings there and retirements and, um, they have like a whole venue that you can rent. It's, it's a really, it's a cool place. So is a national is it run by the government or it's a privately owned thing or what? Um, well, I, to it? I, I guess it's a, it's a museum. So I guess. I'm not really, I didn't look up all the details. I've never really. <laughs> You've never been there? <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's a YouTube video for you to do. The, yeah, I bet there the is. Aviation Museum. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. And the aquarium sounds fun too. We've got one. Oh, in I love Baltimore. the aquarium for the kids. Yeah. And, and, Does it and have one of those big uh, 3D stu studios? Yeah, the the where you can watch the movies. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or what? Yeah, 3D movies. IMAX. Yes. Is, that's not an IMAX. IMAX. It? it is an. Is they it? do have an IMAX. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You got to watch. Uh, I always go to watch. I don't go see many movies, but whenever Star Wars in 3D and IMAX comes out, I go at like noon, like a child by yeah. myself and get snacks and watch it. Um, where would people go? Well, no, no, no. Hiking. You said there's no hills. It's that one Mount Trashmore is the only hill. So yeah, that's your only hill. Sorry, mountains. Derek, you can't hike here. Well, you can do trails. But you said hiking. So it's kind of like the mangrove it's, forest kind of thing. It's not really hiking when you've lived in areas where there's mountains and hills. It's hiking for Virginia Beach. So trails. Uh, <laughs> what about road um, cycling? Is there a lot of road cycling? Because it's flat places tend to lend. Uh, people like to road cycle in flat places. Yeah. Um, I'm not into road cycling and I haven't really looked at that, but I do know you can drive on the beach if you go to Kerala, which is the north part of um, the Outer Banks. Uh, so you have to kind of go, you go into North Carolina and you can drive. So where do you go to, go ahead. Yeah, that's where you go to drive with your four wheel driving on the beach. And, and, and those beach houses are only accessible uh, by driving to the, to the house on the beach. Oh, so if you don't have a vehicle, you got to like rent a vehicle with the house. just. Or you take a boat ferry over there off of Knott's Island and get into the. <laughs> that sounds so, super cool. So yeah. how far of a drive would that be if somebody went down there? Um, so Kerala is an hour and a half maybe to to get because you have to go around. You, there's no way to get there, um, you know, driving directly because of the water in the bay. The, the back bay. So you have to go around the back bay and then go into the outer banks. So it, it, it's about an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah. Well, that's not bad. Uh, anything under two hours is, is cool. What, yeah. uh, if you wanted to get somewhere far, Alaska, 
Africa, somewhere else, you had to fly. Where are you going to go to fly out of? You mentioned. Um, so we have ahead. a great sized airport, I think, Norfolk. So um, if you're from Norfolk, you, you say Norfolk. <laughs> it's almost like you're swearing. Um, so <laughs> but our airport, um, we're a lot of direct flights. We do have uh, direct flights out of Norfolk to a lot of places. But um, if you want more options, obviously, an hour and a half to go up to Richmond. Um, there is a Newport News airport uh, that has different small flights, different options there. Uh, so I, I like our airport. It's very easy to get in and get out. You just need to get there about an hour early, usually, um, depending on what day and what time you're flying out. Uh, it's very accessible. And there's a lot of options to fly out of Take Orf, O-R-F, is look it up on the Internet. Ah. Yeah, that's awesome. I was we have one in Harrisburg, and it doesn't go everywhere every time. Sometimes you got to drive to Baltimore or New York or something. But if I can fly out of that one, that's twenty minutes right there. Even if there's a little an extra layover, I'll still opt for just going to Harrisburg instead of another one. Um, and then skiing, you're not skiing in Virginia Beach. No, no. Where are you going skiing? Do your kids ski? Do you still ski? Yeah. Where would you yes. go if you wanted to well, ski? Well, we just went to Breckenridge a couple years ago, and I love that. Um, but if you want to ski in Virginia, there's Wintergreen, which is about two and a half hours north. Um, and then my favorite would be Snowshoe, which is a, in West Virginia, and that's six hours. And then I've come up to Seven Springs um, in Pennsylvania. Okay. So, yeah, we all know those places. Yeah. I love Seven Springs. They've got yes, a good mountain bike park. Yes, Actually, I think they just closed. I'm definitely a Sun Valley girl, uh, Tahoe, and now Colorado. So, um, direct flights. I usually like the direct flights. So we'll just drive up to Dulles in DC and get on a direct flight, and then I don't risk losing my ski gear. <laughs> just get yeah. on the flight, and then you land. Salt Lake is amazing because you can just fly right in Salt Lake and be on the slopes within an hour. Yeah, Salt Lake City's booming yeah. right now, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it sounds it is. like my kind of place. I haven't yes. visited yet, but yeah, that's awesome. And then, what about concerts? If somebody needs to go see Justin Bieber, Katy Perry, okay, or, yes, I don't know why yeah. I'm naming all hot young <laughs> kid people, but <laughs> uh, so we have the Ver Veterans United Amphitheater, which we get a lot of of um, great Kenny Chesney, and I just went to Brad Paisley and. Um, yeah, we, we we have some great outdoor concerts if you're, you know, going to pay tickets. And, and I love that amphitheater. Um, but we have a lot of really great oceanfront venues that have their stages at like 7th, 31st Street. that And they have live music um, playing and you, for free. And you can go down there. And we also host like the Neptune Festival ha usually has... Um, great music and bands and concerts to go and listen to. Uh, we have a lot of festivals in the area. The Oceana Naval Air Station has the air show with the Blue Angels and the Canadian Snowbirds and all these different. Yeah, that's amazing. And they have a big festival. They usually do it around the Neptune Festival in September. But of course, the last two years they've had to cancel um, with with uh, everything in the, uh, our economy and COVID. But um I also love the concerts that they have. Like we have a lot of um, downtown Norfolk has um, 
a, a wine festival and they have music there. So like you really can enjoy this whole area of all the cities and going to different um, events. I mean, I just feel like we have a lot to offer if whatever your jam is. Yeah. What about fireworks? Uh, and you have a military presence. We've got a big military presence here. So I talked to somebody else that maybe they didn't. And I don't, they were like fireworks. We don't really do them. Well, they here. have fireworks. Every township does them. Every city does them. It, the oceanfront the has them and you have to get there early in the day or in fine parking or you ride your bike from another location um, because it can take hours to get out of there after the oceanfront um, fireworks. One year we watched them from the top of the Hilton. Uh, they have a rooftop bar and the fireworks from up there were amazing. A lot of boaters come in and you'll see a lot of boats out there watching um, at the oceanfront. And then up on um, Chicks Beach, which is on the on the Chesapeake Bay, that's Shore Drive, the north part of Virginia Beach. They have fireworks there. And then a lot of the country clubs have them and Mount Trashmore has fireworks. Uh, downtown Norfolk. I mean, you there, there's fireworks everywhere. <laughs> there's a lot to choose from. And since it's the beach, you can probably see them from miles away. Too, oh, yeah. You right? just put your beach blanket or chairs and go out there and enjoy so does that mean they can't all do them on the same night or could you like, what if you were sitting like halfway between two major beaches? It's pretty spread that? out. I mean, you're going to see them in the distance from over the golf course and the, the uh, Cavalier um, yacht and country club has their own over there. And then the oceanfront has them. And the, I mean, they're all around the city. So you have a lot of options when it comes to watching fireworks. Um, I they also have the East Coast Surfing Champ East Coast Surfing Championship, and our area is really well known for that. And also, volleyball is huge here. Um, a lot of volleyball tournaments. They have volleyball um, different nets all set up along the beach where you can just go. Uh, so they have a ton of volleyball tournaments. Soccer is huge. Uh, the soccer sand soccer weekend. The first weekend of June is sand soccer. All the hotels are booked. So you have sand to book that soccer, sand soccer. I've never mm -hmm. even heard it. I mean, it makes sense, I guess, but it sounds yeah. like a lot of broken ankles actually. <laughs> yep. Nope. They come from all over sand soccer. It's so a big event. Like a thing that's there only there, or is it like a, a thing? It's a thing, Derek. <laughs> sand soccer. I'm going to be looking it up now. Yep. It really sounds like a bad idea. But no, do they wear sneakers or bare feet? They are wearing bare feet. They're wearing, I don't know. They have special, these special like booty things they wear. I don't know. Huh. It's I'm been so long. This up. I'm intrigued. Yeah. It's, you should look it up. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. We, I'm just telling you, there are a ton of things to do around here. I mean, yeah, that's great. We, you mentioned festivals. Do they have oh, brew fests? Do you have breweries? Yes, so we like have microbreweries. Like there's an oversaturation yes. of microbreweries microbreweries and um we have the craft brew festival um so there's a big wine and craft beer so there's two different ones um i mean the, i love the art show at the boardwalk in the fall and then they usually um the rock and roll marathon oh my gosh people come from all over to run that marathon and then they have all of these bands on the beach and they have some pretty big headliners they bring in um uh, they have Billy Idol one year and they had, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. Sounds like one of the more fun, uh, marathons 
And it will be somewhat, what, what time of the year did you say it was? Um, the rock roll, rock and roll marathon is usually in the fall and the shamrock run is obviously in March. So perfect. Fall is like the perfect weather, just like it yep. is here. So that's soon. Yeah. Um, I don't, I should have known that date, um, of when that is. I didn't look Everybody that up. Everybody can Google it. And they <laughs> I, can just, sign up I just remember to Google it. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a fun one though. Like I said, so there's music all along the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they close oh. down the roads, um, from, I think it starts from, as you know, obviously I don't run, so I don't know. I'm just up there for the party afterwards. Um, but, uh, they um, closed down a lot of the streets um, starting south of the aquarium and it, and it starts there and it goes all the way to the North end of Virginia huh. beach. It sounds like a great, and it's probably flat there, I'm guessing. So probably a fairly good marathon for beginners plus centered around rock and roll. That sounds yeah. like an awesome first yeah. marathon to go run yeah. if you were going to run a first marathon. Um, so what you named, uh, what did you name? I forget. I, you named it. For food? Oh, you, wrote so, you said something seafood. that I wrote down. I forget. But tell us about the food and what you're doing. Oh, my gosh. The best crab cakes, um, Mahi Ma's and Rudy's and Catch 31. Um, you're going to get fresh catch. A lot of the fishermen come into Rudy's and a lot, and a lot of that um, the seafood is brought in. We are known for the she crab soup. Um so the Chesapeake Bay crab, uh, she crab soup. Um, yeah, seafood is definitely, you, if you don't like seafood, well, I guess you will enjoy some other aspects of good Southern barbecue in the area. There's some good barbecue. Um, I was gonna say there has to be barbecue. That's yeah, good right now too. Yeah. And would yeah. you, actually, that's a question. Uh, are you South? Would you consider that the South? Is that, I don't, is that the South? They do Carolina shag here. So I guess we're kind of South. <laughs> we have, sweet I guess tea. Virginia is considered. We have south. sweet That's tea. Kind of you can add, you can get sweet tea at, at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> what do you have um, as far as uh, rest stops or whatever? We have sheets and rudders are the, the gas. It's plus Wawa. Food 24. It's Wawa here. No, not sheets. No sheets. It's Wawa. <laughs> so you're friends with Shawnee and all the people. They were at, that was the one question they were asking in the Pennsylvania room the other day was Wawa or Sheets. Oh, Wawa. They did not like my answer, but we don't. Yeah. We just don't have Wawa here, so yeah. I can't even choose. I would Up have to in go Wisconsin, it was like PDQ or something. I'm trying to remember. Uh, and what? It's funny how different areas have their gas station, and there's a lot of gas stations here that have great barbecue. Like down, there's this place called Malbin's, Malbin's Brothers, and their bar barbecue, they smoke it right there. It's it's great. You can smell it when you drive by sometimes. <laughs> That's awesome. Is yeah. there anything else you guys oh, would and know? You or can't forget on the way to Richmond, Pierce's Barbecue. That is the, that's my husband's favorite stop when he is, uh, I should say it's a local's favorite. I won't say mine or my husband's, but I'll say uh, it's a local favorite. There you go. Is there anything else that people might not know that maybe you would know for or something they would run in when they come here? Any isms or fun trivia or anything? Okay, so, well, we're known for our orange crushes. The okay. orange crush cocktail. Yeah, pretty much every restaurant in Virginia Beach has an orange crush, but Waterman's is the is well known for the orange crush. Um, huh. So it's very uh, a fun drink that um, 
it's a kind of a staple. A lot of people always have an orange crush and now they have all the different flavors of the orange crush. It's like the pomegranate and the limeade and the raspberry crush. So, um, yeah, I mean, you're, we have a good diversity of, of local great coffee shops and restaurants and organic. Uh, we have some great vegan options. My vegan sweet tooth at Hilltop, um, Palons is a great um, Mex like Tex-Mex um, and also has great vegan options. Um, so I really feel like we're seeing um, this new part of Virginia Beach is called the Vibe District um, is really, really catering to um, small business owners. And there's a lot of great like ice cream shops and coffee shops and uh, just those quaint little places you can go and hang out and you're not overwhelmed with a large crowd. And and that's what I love about the Vibe District. It's an up and coming for uh, real estate um, and investing down in that area. It's all being revamped. Yeah, it sounds great. And if anybody is the for the crunchy crowd or the hipsters or whoever, they're always seeking out that kind of stuff, too. And I'm vegan-ish, so as soon as you said the vegan keyword, <laughs> I, uh, I perked up to, okay, yeah, there's that section of town. So, yes. yeah, that's awesome. And if I ever come there, I'm going to be asking you yep. again what that place, Pierce's Barbecue, and I yep. didn't write down and, the and vegan place. There's a place called The Stockpot, and there's another place called Leaping Lizard that is one of a local favorites, and it's all organic organically grown um, produce and local local catch. And do you guys have gardens? Do you have like sand? I never actually, I never yeah. even thought about that at the beach where it's all sandy ground. You still have gardens there. And What's hard is because we're so close to the water table that um, we have a lot of clay in the sand. So it's like, like it's harder to, you really have to, the grass, like you have to work on getting your grass, you know, the right, depth of um topsoil uh so some areas and there's lots of pine needles in certain neighborhoods and tall pines um so but yeah if you go out into in marsh the marsh because we're so close to the water table so a lot of the land that was developed in this area it was old marshy land so that's why it's harder to have like good gardening sure I mean, and you probably, I guess people do those raised beds, even here where we have probably fine ground, everybody still does the raised bed with the perfect soil that they bought with the fence around it. So nobody gets it and all that kind of stuff. Um, and you just made me think of something crabbing. I know in oh, yeah. New Jersey, we see people and you can just, I don't, do you need a permit to do that? You just go out to the water, chuck a cage in the water. How does crabbing even work? You know, I, I don't know. You can get beach. You can get married on the beach here and, and, and you have to get a little permit, but I don't know about the permit for um, crabbing. I see a lot of people at the bridges with their crab bucket and, and, you know, and, and back in first landing, there's all the marshy um, brackish water. Um, so yeah, it's a popular, any fishing, paddle boarding, all of that. Um, there's, lots of fishing tournaments in the area so if you're into going dolphin watching or fishing um just i just um love all the different aspects of virginia beach and the hampton roads area and one last question about uh things to do known for blah 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 before we move to what people can get for the money if they're going to move there um cruises is there a port or anything do cruises okay there beach? 
where Carnival, I think, had a, a few ships coming out of Norfolk. So we do have the large, um, we have the capacity for cruise ships to come in. It's just not like occasionally there's special cruises. And for a while they had a, a cruise ship there and it was leaving, you know, I think it was the summer months. I, or I don't see it that often in the winter because um, I don't know. We just haven't had a lot of cruise ships in the area. We have a lot of cargo <laughs> Port Authority, all the cargo ships, uh, container ships coming in. <laughs> and then the military, so, obviously all the ships with the military. Yeah. So the waterways can handle it, obviously. It's just yeah. maybe the Oh, yeah. We're the largest in the yeah. world, Port Authority here, like the largest Navy, naval base. Wow. We're mm -hmm. one of the largest naval bases here. I think we're one of the largest land-based or something. Uh -huh. Water-based. Like, yeah. yeah, that's cool. I bet there's a lot of stuff going between our two all the time. Yeah. So what do they get to the money here? Average price. You're looking at like 250. So if somebody's selling that 250 house and we'll talk about a couple different price ranges, but if they're selling their 250 house here and moving to the Virginia beach general area, what are they going to get for that 250? Most likely a two or three bedroom, single family home, one or one and a half bath, maybe a two bath, 1100 to 1300 square feet. Um, and it's not going to be in the premium area of Virginia Beach for school schools that are rated the highest. So, um, two fifty for a townhome or condo. Uh, you're you're looking at you know fourteen hundred to sixteen hundred square feet. And uh, again, it's location, location, location. So, um, and you have all the fees associated. There are a lot of not um, attached. Uh, con uh, condos with no fees, uh, but you have to kind of go out in the outskirts or other parts of Virginia Beach that are not as not as desirable. And is the real estate is stuff old there, like in our in towns? Virginia Beach has like Virginia Beach is newer, um, so you know you're going to have your 70s, your 80s, your 2000s. There's not a lot of new construction. Um, you have to kind of go out to Chesapeake and Suffolk. Um, there's spot new construction. So people are selling uh, land or old homes and doing teardowns and creating new. That's happening a lot at the North End. So if you want to live up at the North End, you're, you're looking up in the higher range of um, the 750 to a million or more or higher, depending how close you are to water. Gotcha. And then, so if somebody wanted that kind of perfect, like white picket fence, half an acre, suburban kind of lifestyle, what You're, are we talking yeah. like 500 ish or? Well, you, you can find a very nice home in the 300 thousands to 400 thousands. Then when I say nice, you're, you're looking at 1900 square feet, uh, four bedroom, um, now, if you are in the high demand school district, you're going to be up in the 450 range to 500. Uh, so, but in, if you're in the 300 to 350 range, uh, you're 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 going to be at that 1900 square feet to 2200 square feet. Um, and so, really, our median sales price now has jumped up over 30,000 this past year. Uh, so, we've seen a 12% increase in value on average in some areas and higher in some other higher demand um, uh, school districts. Wow. Look at you with your stats that you looked up. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and we've seen the same appreciation here over the last couple of years has been kind of crazy and especially in certain pockets has been 
kind of nutso. So what about like on the beach? If somebody wanted to be on the beach in a beach mansion at Virginia Beach, what are we looking at there? Um, and okay, Oceanside. Follow up question to that: Are those okay. ones that are being torn down, like in Cape May? I feel like every one on the yeah. beach that's not historically protected, if it's for sale, it's getting knocked down right away, and they're putting up the giant thing with twenty floors and sleeps fifty family members or whatever. Well, there's some elite areas of Virginia Beach that you definitely, if you want to be on water, you're going to be in that um, six figures up you know, 1.2 to 2 million. Um, some of the larger estate homes, I would call them that are on the water, obviously you're up and you have properties all the way up to 5 million or more. Um, so, but if you wanted just a, a really nice little bit of water view, maybe deep water access, um, you know, you're looking at 750 to a million uh, for some parts of Virginia Beach, but if you're up in the in the north end, it's more of detached, no fee condos, and those, um, you know, if you're looking at 2,000 square feet, you might be around the 750 range. Um, if you want more than 2,000 square feet, you're going to be over a million up in the north end. Um, and then so, obviously, if you wanted some big palace, I mean, you could go out into horse country and build. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You like, okay, so you, you just want the, the, the nice home, 3,200 square foot home, five bedrooms, three full baths or down in the four bedroom. So you're, you're, you definitely have that four to $500,000 area to get, you know, into a, some great neighborhoods in Virginia beach. Um, and there's great neighborhoods in the 300 to 400,000. The 250 is really a hard in Virginia Beach. You have to kind of go to some of the areas that are um, still, you know, on the outskirts or um, older neighborhoods, small bungalow homes. And that's where you would end up in the 250 yeah. range. Especially after the last year. I mean, we were even in that. I mean, it, the 250 is probably low. I keep saying that still, but it's probably a little low now because that that 250 house now used to be 200 just like a year ago so the whole thing has shifted a lot in the last year or so um so what let me check our time two minutes before we gotta shut this down so we're gonna end with a question that has nothing to do with any of this stuff what else would you do if you could do any other profession that's the wrong question i brought up if you could do any other profession what would it be I don't know if I phrased that right. If you could do any other profession, what would it be? No, if you could be any other professional, what would it be? Something like that. Um, I I really do love outdoor sports and skiing. So volunteering um, in a community, a ski resort, I would probably go do that and just enjoy a little bit of that um, time. Giving back to my community. So if I am not in real estate, I really do enjoy giving back to veterans. And so I would maybe choose to do something that I could provide some great concierge services for veterans across the nation, whether it be setting them up for their dream vacation or just transitioning them into, um, you know, a new career, just anything. I think I would be a coordinator of some type, a client a concierge service of some type and it could involve travel because I love to travel. 
that makes sense and and goes with what you do already we're yeah airs of sorts yeah the other hats we take off and put on all day as realtors yeah right? so uh we got about 30 seconds so i'm gonna do this as fast as you've ever seen anybody okay. close out an episode before we got her information on the on the screen i'm not going to read it aloud because you can check it out in the description up or down or wherever you're listening to it reach out to me if you need to buy or sell a home we still need inventory call me text me email me throw a rock through my window send a carrier pigeon whatever you need to do reach out to me. Uh, and if you want to move to Virginia Beach, we have about 10 seconds. Call me and I'll hook you up with Megan. Megan, say goodbye. Bye. Thank See you. See everybody. Five, four. <laughs> Yay.